Hello again for another episode of the Sealess Villains Podcast. Your cultivators of the comic culture. We've got Luke, we've got Red, we've got me, AJ, aka the Arsenio Hall of Comic Book Podcasting. 1990s reference, if anyone uh, yeah, that was, was alive. That was, that was a deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive. <laughs> Arsenio Hall. Should we, should we do the, the tear? <laughs> Did people well, don't know him from uh, coming Ameri- coming to America too right now, right? If they even know oh, that was awesome. Coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. good evening, gentlemen. These guys are A's that know about coming to America. Because okay? <laughs> it was called <laughs> on HBO during 1987. Yeah, but the sequel came out, and that was kind of a kind of a thing. During the pandemic, oh, that's kind of a thing only for us old guys. Yeah, well, I was born in nineteen uh, or two thousand, so I'm I just turned twenty one. So yes, you did. <laughs> I was born. I, you know what? I tell my kids that I just throw out weird numbers. I'm like, yeah, I was born in like nineteen forty three, and my and my kids seriously are like, they just like nod their heads. They're like, wow, Dad, you're pretty old. I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> like kids don't understand it at all. <laughs> I'm older than your grandpa. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was born in 1965. They're like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, we've got everyone some guests. Old, everyone over 25 to then <laughs> old. I know, dude. I just remember when I was in my 20s and I was like, man, these 40-year-olds are they're old. But now I'm 40-year-olds. Yeah, it's crazy. Remember, we were born in the era where disco was dying. <laughs> yeah, true. And then we were getting into what? Uh, break dancing, uh, new wave music, flock of seagulls. Oh, dude, that is that is so weird. You said flock of seagulls. I had some coworkers just send me um, a flyer that they're going to perform in October. Oh, I wanted to go check them out. Okay. I mean, there was there was a there was a revival of Flock of Seagulls like, because of a uh, Grand Theft Auto Three, oh, and, and Wedding nice. Singer. Nice. <laughs> oh, really? And, yeah, I remember when Adam Sandler and and, and his, I guess his, his partner was uh, not her name, but yeah, sung the Flock of Seagulls songs. That was like the their shit, you know. Drew Barrymore. No, 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 not Drew Barrymore. It was, it's, it's um. She's no longer with us, but she used to be a guy. But he 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 dressed up as a uh, as uh, boy George. Oh okay. Okay, I, don't, I have no clue. You talking about? Okay, okay. Hey. <laughs> uh, um, uh, David Arquette's brother or sister now? Oh, she's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I think man. I know. I never feel my age. Seriously, I think it's because I'm like actually happy now like i'm happier the older i get it's pretty awesome well like miss so says we're uh we're a toys r us kid forever oh yeah hey and i'm pretty excited because macy's is gonna do like a mini toys r us like shopping experience this year so wait so they're gonna have like a toys r us section in inside the macy's inside macy's yeah they need to man i mean it's kind of sad to to hear to know that malls are dying. You know they are because the big mall, even by my house, has lost three of the big end cap stores, like Nordstrom's left, um, Macy's, Macy's, damn. Sears yeah. left. Macy's is still there. Macy's is still there. Sears has been gone since like three, four years now. I think right. Yeah, three, four years. yeah. I mean, I don't. Where, what do teenagers like? Where do they hang out at, like on the weekends? Then there's still that, a ton of teens there at the malls. Actually, it's full of teenagers. Okay. Yeah, they're still loving it. That's like the the place to congregate, but you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. When there's um, an arcade in there and eatery. Yep. You know, gives them ample amount of activity to hang out for the day and spend your money. Yeah. Yeah. 
We've got some people on the show. Uh, Ms. So, thank you for joining in. Austin Lemmy, thank you for tuning in. Fro, thank you for coming on. Uh, hopefully, we'll get more people coming on. Yes. Well, we're talking about kids. I'm over here adulting, holding clothes. Yeah, you're holding <laughs> clothes. Um, Miss So says, I was never a mall kid. Hung out at books. Dude, I, I'm with you on the bookstores. I am with you. Board, borders, is it Borders? Right, Borders? Borders Books and Barnes and & Noble were the two big ones. Yep. Yeah, and um, man, I used to love going to... Um, what was the music store that had graphic novels? Tower. Oh, no, Tower. Tower, yes. Tower, Tower Records, yep. Yeah. Anyone who lives in Southern California, um, Orange County, the, the Tower Records in Brea, I would go there all the time. Man. So much fun. Yeah. So much fun. I remember there's just like certain nights where I'm like, I'm, uh, I'm not going out with friends. I'm just going to nothing to do just go out to the tower records listen to some music read some some books and then just go home totally yeah just browse their graphic novels read them listen, yeah. to, listen to the free yeah. music yeah that's great stuff man i used to just go to walmart at midnight just to uh, i can attest to that because i I'd, i had gone with you <laughs> that, luke that just goes to show you how how small of a town we used to grow up in when like when we were bored we would just go to walmart Walmart had more stuff. And yeah, granted, I stole some shit too. <laughs> Miss So, did any of you have a Crown Bookstore? Miss them? No, is that an East Coast thing or what is that Crown Bookstore? I've never even heard of that. The Crown. Sounds pretty cool. I went to Walmart. My friend and I went to Walmart and they had this promotional um, Yoda, like for it was like Pepsi or something. It was like a life size Yoda. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that from like the nineties and we totally stole it. It, it wasn't for sale. It was just like an ad, like a, it, it was like a whole, it was like a big Yoda and we stole, we kidnapped it. We like put it under, like a, threw a jacket over it, put it in a cart, made it look like a kid. And then we just walked out with it. Um, who has it now? I don't know. That's probably worth some money. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, it looked like a real Yoda. <laughs> All my friends stole were like were wet floor signs or those um the, the yellow floor sign yellow floor signs and the 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 the, the tent um advertising outside of restaurants I'll just take that from the sidewalk and, and walk away with it or jump in the truck wait the what advertising you know the stuff where it's like a chalkboard and you write down today's specials Called, they're called tent advertising because they're, they're shaped like a triangle. Yeah, the Pepsi. I just looked wow. it up. The Pepsi um, Star Wars promotional from 1999. Oh, nice. Uh, there's one on eBay. It's $2,200. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's man. I know. I think my friend probably has it. Who knows? How would you ship that thing? What's it like I mean, 3D? I mean, you could probably put it in a box. Man, this thing's cool looking, actually. I kind of want to, like, I kind of actually want to buy it. <laughs> was it was it a heavy item or was it pretty pretty light? No, it was made from just like latex, so it was oh, just okay. uh, with like a foam core. So it was super. It looked and felt real, and they had glass eyes. So gotcha. if you saw this, you'd be like, "Is that a movie prop? Like he has real hair?" And right, right, right. From the second trilogy or first trilogy? The one where he's uh, all dying looking. Yeah, more oh, second, one where he's or uh, where he's yeah, more or older, older, like end of life Yoda. Okay, okay, oh, okay. Uh, uh, pre uh, Force Ghost Yoda. Yeah, pre Force. Yep. Uh, Miss So says that uh, Crown Bookstore is Midwest only. I guess so. I guess well, Miss So, where are you from? Does who who's friends with her? Is anyone actual friends with her, Miss So? Where are you from? I'm assuming Kansas or some shit like that, or what? We're friends with her now. We should well, just. I I'm just saying, like, um, yeah, we're friends with her now. But I'm just curious as far as where in the Midwest she's from. Um, there was a question about what was the arcade in the Sherwood Mall? Um, Red, do you know? Whimsy. Whimsy. I think it's Whimsy. All right. I forgot the other one. Um, 
The one that you have to go to go downstairs, like within the fucking the old uh, parking garage. But that was there was another one on the other the other mall. Since Stockton has the two malls are close to they're next door to each other. I don't know why. That's how it's set up. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why the I I was more of a Modesto mall guy. I like the Modesto mall better. Personally. Because you were you were not you hated to go with the crowd. You're you're anti anti crowd. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You want to be the, the the kid that's gonna be different. Like I'm gonna be the cool kid. Um, <laughs> so she grew up in uh, Georgia, but currently lives in Illinois. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Um, well, before we start the show. Um, again, make sure you like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That way you know anytime uh, we have a new episode up. Um, what we've been doing every Thursday, we've been talking about what if. And this one did not disappoint. Even though the last two were kind of downers, I guess. This one picked up the uh, the entertainment again, right? The fun. The fun. It did put up the fun. Um, who wants to go first and give their, their thoughts or reactions on it? Luke, go. Go? Oh, all right, go red. So did it feel like they it was more Disney than Marvel that 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 Thor had this guest on from, from yeah, shooting the beast kind of vibe? Yes, it did. Like, it was boisterous and, and you know, all types of fun, and and how the storyline would go is like you know, big asshole Thor over there partying and then. And the, the girl that who's like a straight lace nerd falls in love with the asshole kind of deal, right? Yeah. That that whole, I guess, uh, teeny popper uh, storyline that gets recycled over and over again. But uh, you would think that him growing up with not uh, not growing up with Loki would really change him much. It would. It just seemed, you know, you think that way, but it ended up just being. You know, just a little bit more braggadocious, but then still have that that uh, good boy uh, background because his mother raised him right. Yes, it yeah. definitely showed how much of a mama's boy he is. Yes, yes, yes. Totally. But it, and during the whole episode, you just get to see all this, all all the little Easter eggs, and see everybody from uh, from the past movies. Like you see Thanos, you see. Rocket Raccoon, you see mm-hmm. Drax, you even get to see Loki as as a frost giant. Like, dude, when have we ever seen Loki as a frost giant? Never. I know. That was so cool. It's a nice little change of pace, and 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 at the end, we get uh, Ultron, but not really Ultron. We get Vision inside the Ultron robot. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, do you continue this episode, or are you, uh, or that's that's it? They they're not gonna add on to that that little uh, cliffhanger. Uh, well, all of them had the cliffhangers that they haven't really dived into. So I'm assuming that's just how this one was gonna go as well. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about you, Luke? What did you think? I've been reading comments all day about it and guys being like i hate this was the worst episode i hated it i was so confused by it what were they thinking who wrote this and i think honestly it it was misinterpreted by a lot of people because it was not supposed to be anything other than a huge party right yeah (laughs) yeah that's just what it was like if the earth if thor the if thor was basically had the part of Loki in him that Loki never became, right? The god of mischief and fun and revelry. And that's what it was. So Thor kept that within him instead of being the older brother or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I loved it. It was, um, I think I was like, it was the yang to the Doctor Strange episodes, yin. Mm-hmm. It was like... Uh, it was, it was the balance. That Doctor Strange episode was so just like sad, depressing. Yes, mm-hmm. it was like a Shakespearean tragedy, and this one just it was the Shakespearean comedy. It was awesome. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. 
Okay, so I have a question because I don't know much about Loki's lore, but because he was raised by the Frost Giants, he's in his natural form. So when he was raised by uh, Odin, so is his like human form? Is that like he's just manifesting that where his actual form is that blue giant form? That's a that's a great question. Yeah, he can turn into other people, right? He can manifest or transform into other people. So he stays in that form in order to be assimilated into uh, um, that society versus being a frost giant and then have people fear him. But I mean, when, when he was a baby, he didn't know that, right? So I mean, I know that, but he was still small. He was the baby. He was still a toddler, but as, as soon as he has some cognitive thinking and he gets gets older, that he realizes that he's different. So in order for him to fit in, he would have had to uh, cover up his uh, true form. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I was a little perplexed by that. I mean, it's actually, I mean, I know it's a comic book, so they can always make up some yeah. whatever rules they want, but I was just like... Oh, he's actually like his normal form, I guess. You yeah, know, they went they went pretty far. I mean, Jane did Jane and Thor have a one night stand? <laughs> That's how I got it, yeah. yeah. Or was it just like a party in the hotel room and everyone just passed out? I I got the impression that they hooked up. Um because I think even uh Kat Denny's character says something about like Oh, is that what you're calling it? Diplomatic relations? Yeah, that she was being snarky, but yeah, yeah. that's how I how I interpreted that that too. They, that they um they did the horizontal lombada. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, and then and then he was still scared of his mom. I I, I liked the episode. It was it was it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. and then you had you had Captain Marvel beating the shit out of him the whole time, and you know. I guess being the bully and all, just trying to get him to stop partying, and all of a sudden at the end, she realizes like, all right, this guy isn't bad. I gotta go help him cover up for this shit that he's done. That way he looks good in front of his mom. Yeah. But definitely, it's a story with heart. (laughs) Well, story with heart? I don't know about story with heart. They were fighting the whole episode, and by the end, they made up. You know what? They should just do a what if uh, Thor and Captain Marvel had a baby. That's what they should do. A, a what if? Uh, oh, Thor and Captain. Okay. Yeah. How would that work? Well, that might be interesting. Yeah. The, the the one thing I have to say I did not like was that little. They had to end it on some sort of like bad note. You know, like I would have loved it if they just left it on a high, and then this would have been like the world that everyone would want to live in. Well, that's how the Watcher had described it until until Vision appeared at the end. Yeah, and th- and that's why I, I did not like that. I was like, just give us one one where it's like happy ending, just on one happy ending, huh? Yeah, one one positive note, you know. Oh, did you guys see the uh, Infinity Gauntlet with all st- all the st- all five stones? Yeah, that yeah. was like I went back and paused that for a minute. I was like, whoa. So that's like they actually got all five because like I don't know if that's Thor, how crazy he is. He just went out and got all five Infinity Stones. Wait, what? what all wait, five what? or was it four? And then the one is still on his uh, base is still attached to him. I thought the gauntlet was in um, Asgard in that hall. They they walked by. It looked like all five were on there. Oh, it was in Asgard. Oh, that I missed. That I missed. It was so he walked by it, and my son saw it, and he's like, "The Infinity Gauntlet." I was like, "Wait, what?" And it was just for a split second. Thor walked by it, and the stones were all shining. It could have been four, or five, or how many are there total? Six. I think there's six total. So I think there yeah. was five on there. Yeah. Each and finger, and then the one on the, uh, the uh, back of the palm, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I think they were fine. And then the one at the end, obviously, on um, who was it? Ultron or who showed up? Vision. It was Vision as Ultron. Yeah, Vision is all. Yeah, it was like 
So I was like, what is going on? But he had the Infinity Stone, obviously. But Thor had the Infinity Gauntlet with all the stones and with five stones. I was like, so this guy's like crazy fun, but obviously he's crazy powerful. Did, has there ever been a um, storyline where Vision turns into Ultron? I don't think so. Yeah, that was that was of. kind of new. Yeah. But you know they're going to make a Funko out of that. So I, I just realized they, they already started making What If Funkos. Oh, oh they are? Really? Yeah, yeah they, they had um, – well, I saw a bunch of the uh, – I think they call it King Killmonger. Yeah, but they also oh. have uh, – From Target. They also had Loki Gator. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah, okay. That is, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you guys want to? What do you? What would you rate it, Luke? Uh, CG or comic book grading? I would do a solid nine six. All right. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was just about perfect for what it was, and I didn't. I didn't try to make it anything else. Yeah, it was a. <laughs> it was a dumb feel good movie. TV show. It was. It was just fun, awesome. I loved it when um like Ragnarok, he like tore the statue. The arm <laughs> off the statue. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's like this is so this is just odd. so good. So good. I was surprised that um actually now we're going now I'm thinking about it. How carefree and how how like how much of a nice guy Loki was. Like there was no everyone evil. was yeah, and I almost think it was because like no one in the universe were enemies, and yeah. that may be why he got all the Infinity Stones. Like there was no war, there were no enemies, there were no invasions, because there was no evil Loki to create mischief. <laughs> and they had a bunch of the scrolls in there too, and I was like, "What? The yeah, the hell? scrolls were just chilling and." Everyone was chilling. All the bad guys were good. Everyone was hanging out. Um, Gamora was in. Oh, no, no. Not Gamora. Nebula. Nebula was there. Um, she's like, I got to go see my dad. Bye. Just all chill. I was like, yeah. what? So Thanos was obviously not evil. Um, it just seemed like a different universe where everyone was just happy. Except for, obviously, Jeff Vision. Goldblum, DJ. Wait, who was the DJ? Jeff Goldblum's character. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 He's like, gotta go, guys. Talk <laughs> to you later. <laughs> yeah, I think most of the original cast had voiced their their characters on there. They did. I, I actually looked it up. I think the only ones that didn't were um, Chris Hemsworth. No, I think he did. No, he did. It was um, the Drax character. I think that guy voiced two different characters. Okay, okay. I know Tycho was on there. Yeah. Tycho Watiti, definitely. Natalie Portman, because my wife looked at it. She's like, is this it? Because I didn't think it was. I was like, that's not Natalie Portman. And she's like, and she looked at it. She's like, it is. It's Natalie Portman. She, she had to be on it. She's going to be in the next door. They probably like, hey, you know, stipulation is you got to do this voice recording because we're making you the next door. Well, she's got so. kids too. So it was probably fun. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So she is a mom now. Let me know. I'll, I'll see what I can find. Ooh, Ripley. Nice. Yeah. Red, what do you want to give the uh, the comic grading scale for this book or for this Nine movie? Six. Nine six. It was, Nine six. It was great pace, great storytelling. It, it felt like I was watching Beauty and the Beast and all those, <laughs> other, you know, Disney classics. Yeah. You know, it, it made me feel, feel good at the end where he asked her out. That was, yeah. He asked her out after, after, okay. Do you think that was a sincere asking out? Yeah, yeah. That was sincere. After he, he explained, he not, not explained, but he, uh, he asked her, like, hey, why'd you uh, rat me out to my mom? Right? But he forgave her for that, and I guess he deserved it. And I, I think he had not really asked her out, but like he just said, I'll see you next time. Well, why don't did she ask him like, why don't you just ask me out now? And <laughs> yeah. you promised her to take her to a uh, a planet full of unicorns. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, how how much game is that? That's all. I mean, that you take a girl and a pint full of unicorns, it's over. You know, done, 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 done. <laughs> um, Miss So has a question here, or more of a comment. I don't get making Natalie a version of Thor it makes no sense to me. Well, okay, um, that's that's another what if. That's actually part of the book. Which, what if um, Jane Foster became Thor? Well, it's not even a what if. They actually made it canon. There was a whole run with... Uh, yeah, it stemmed from that what if episode oh. or that uh, what if book. And uh, Miss So, if you ever get the chance to read the Thor uh, run of of Jane Foster being Thor, it's it's actually a good read. And oh, yeah. that's where they're drawing it from. So, I mean, it's... It is, it is, it's shockingly. It's really good. It's really good. She, so, so, spoiler alert, she dies. <laughs> well, she gets cancer and dies. Yeah. What the what if though, where she becomes Thor is hilarious because her name is Thordis. And I really hope they keep that name for the movie and call her Thordis. Or it's a, or it's a running joke at least. Uh, yeah, a running joke would be good. But that but she came back and now what is she? She's the um Valkyrie. That's it. She's the yeah, Valkyrie. She's the Valkyrie. Yeah. yeah. Well, like you guys, I'm also giving it a 9-6. The only reason it's not a 9-8 is that ending. Um, yeah. They should have left it on a positive note, I think. Yeah. That, that's honestly the only thing. I was kind of like, huh? What a weird way to end it. Yeah. All this fun, and then you got to leave it. I know. Ending. I wish they would have ended it with just a big rave, them like or like him like crowd surfing or something. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's move on to some entertainment news. Luke, you've got something that you wanted to drop to us, so uh, why don't you bring it, bring that out for us? Super exciting entertainment news coming out of um, Japan today, everybody. Um, the one and only Shigeru Miyamoto got on Nintendo Direct and announced a... <laughs> Those movie coming next next Christmas, December twenty first, twenty twenty two. Um, with an all star cast, just an all star cast. So excited! Um, uh, full Mario movie. Yeah. Uh, why don't you give us the cast for us so that we can uh, give our thoughts on it, sir? All right, first up, we've got Mario himself, Chris Pratt. <laughs> okay. Good. That's a good pull. That's a good That's a good booking right there. Good casting. Chris Pratt. Uh, then for Princess Peach is Anya Taylor. Oh, what's her last name? Anya Taylor from uh, Queen's Gambit, which is honestly great cast for that. That is That's a perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see they, uh, just real serious. Yes, uh, she's she, but she can be kind of like silly and goofy. Uh, Jack Black is Bowser. You got Charlie Day as Luigi, and then you've got Keegan Michael Key as uh, Toadstool. Oh, oh man! All right, I don't think Toadstool. I don't. I don't know if I've ever heard Toadstool speak like. A voice. Does he do just like woohoo and all that stuff? Just like yeah, a little sound. So it's gonna yeah. be funny. Like, no, your princess is in another castle. <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. So I, this past few weeks, I have been on a tear, but just randomly, I, and looks like it's gonna really pay off. But I have been buying Mario book and Zelda books and Game Boy comics. This is like. I've been just that's all I've been buying, and I'm going for a whole set of them actually. So, that's <clears throat> I can do it. So, I don't think it was awful, it was just because the era of the early 90s where uh, every property video game comic book uh, out there was being made, and the special effects weren't really up to date yet to do it, so they had a 
they had a final way to make Mario and Luigi jump up real high, so they gave them jet boots. Um, but the the Koopa Troopa uh, costumes were pretty legit on, on that first original Mario. Um, but, you know, when you're thinking that Mario's supposed to get the princess, John Leguizamo's character, which is Luigi, ends up getting the princess because he's the good-looking dude. That's what happens in the movie? Yes. I don't yeah. remember watching it. I don't think I've ever seen that Mario movie. So, who is Bowser? Oh, uh, who was it? It's a uh, It's Rucker Hour. <laughs> yeah, I remember it so because he, he was also on um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Okay. Oh, all right. Um,. What about the the Koopa Troopas? What were they like? Was it were they just turtle looking things or what? Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're just. If you could imagine, remember the the Kanye West video where he has the big T shirts that look like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine that with lizard heads, like but small lizard heads. Okay, I I, I can get with that. I mean, it was good for the time because. I think the year after we got Street Fighter, the movie, and, and Mortal Kombat. Um, I think we also got Double Dragon, but it was direct to video. Uh, that same time frame. So, yeah, there was a lot of video game inspired movies that came out during the early 90s. That quite disappointingly, it was Street Fighter that really sucked. <laughs> well, I mean. The- who was um, who was in Bison? Wasn't it um, Raul Julia? That's right. That was that was some bad casting, though. I don't say it was bad casting. It was just bad altogether. Badly written, badly acted. Um, why why would you pick a French Belgium guy to play an American Guile? <laughs> I mean, he was the the the, the go to action guy, though. I mean. Yeah, just because he could do that one special kick that Gal can do, but then you know everything else is he doesn't do the the actual moves from the video game. He just does his shit that he done from kickboxing. <laughs> Listen, for for its time, I was I was okay with that Street Fighter movie. It, I didn't think it was as bad as dude. It hurt. <laughs> Street Fighter movie hurt, and but luckily Mortal Kombat made up for it. Only one. Two was okay. Two was okay, yeah. But um, I don't know. I was I was okay with with the Street Fighter movie. Did they actually throw fireballs? Oh, the no, I don't even remember the nineteen ninety three movie at all. I mean, I just remember it was pretty bad when they did the poses at the end of the movie. Yeah, it was. The one saving grace was was uh, Kylie Minogue as Cammy. That was Kylie Minogue. That was Kylie Minogue. Yeah, but Dude, you know, she must have been like early twenties. Well, she's that old. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. But eventually, the stories came out from behind the scenes where Van Damme would always like flirt with her, and she would like always brush him off. And you know, especially you know, that's what ruined the movie because they try to they kept them just writing scenes that way. Kylie Minogue does not have scenes with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I don't think that was the only reason why the movie was a was a bad <laughs> film. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of to unpack with that movie. Yeah, but, but going back to the new Mario movie, I think it's going to work out just fine. But, you know, with Charlie Day and, and Chris Pratt, you know, playing off each other, one being the, the dumb jock and uh, Charlie Day being the smart ass. Yeah, it, I, I think that's comedy gold right there. And then you add Keegan Michael Key as Toast. Oh. oh, my gosh. And Jack Black as. as oh, Bowser. You, you know that you're going to get something great. You're, you're going to get a lot of uh, improvised comedy out of Jack Black. 
I think that's why they when they casted Jim Carrey for the the, the Sonic movie, it, it actually worked out. Wait, you saw the Sonic movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was good. It was it was decent. It was a good kids movie. You know, I think the only um, the only thing that people complained, but they changed it was the the way the Sonic looked. Never didn't look nearly as good as what the video game was, so they changed it. That look. Okay, okay. I, I thought they fixed that before the before it went out. Yeah, they they did because everybody on Twitter, you know, had a, a hissy fit. Uh, Miss So says she liked the action Sonic movie and Detective Pokemon with Ryan Reynolds. I, you know. That Pokemon movie, I never watched it, but I would see bits and pieces of it on TV because it was on HBO for a little while. It seemed interesting enough. I just never caught on to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this this Mario movie, what are you guys expecting? Is this going to be like – Is this? did they say it's going to be live action or is it some sort no, of – No, animated. Oh, okay. All right, all right, okay. Because I, because <laughs> I was thinking, if this is live action, this this could go bad in all kinds of ways, though. No, and that's why they use Chris Pratt, because he's like the go-to animated guy now. Oh, he is. Yeah, oh, yeah. He did that one movie with uh with Tom Holland, uh, Trolls. Was it? No, was it Trolls? Oh, um, oh, where they where they are like trolls? Yeah, where they try to get the. Bring the bad the dad back, but yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good um, movie, actually. That is a I good enjoyed movie. that. That's a Disney movie too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My kids watch that movie all the time, and it's one that doesn't annoy the hell out of me. <laughs> I can't remember the movie. He right. was also in the Lego Movie, both both the Lego movies. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, glad he's not playing Lego Batman. Oh, and Star Lord, which is half animated, pretty much. And Jurassic Park, which is half animated. So he's man, he's been in so many big franchises. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a go-to guy. You know, he's he's got he's that. Vanilla, he's vanilla ice cream. I mean, he's white, Protestant. You know, middle-aged, decent-looking, uh, married to the Terminator's daughter. So, you think he, that they'll cast him as the next Indiana Jones? It's not a bad idea. It's not. I mean, I think he's too vanilla, in my opinion. I want someone with a little more grit and a little more dirt underneath their fingernails. But um, like, or they could just bring back Brendan Fraser and then resurrect like the Mummy franchise, but make it to Indiana Jones franchise from there. Yeah, you know that's that's the crazy thing. The Mummy franchise essentially was what should have been the next level of indie, but. And it's so one. messed up. It's so messed yeah. up what they did because Brendan Fraser obviously pushed back against a pedo and and got blacklisted for it. Yeah, I mean he's he's on um, uh, what is it, the DC show? Damn, I'm I'm, I'm missing the name of that Doom show. Patrol. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Yeah, and he's actually good in that. Um, if you guys haven't caught caught on to that show, I suggest watching I, it. I have watched it. That that show is gets even a little weird for me, which says a lot. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, how many episodes have you have you watched? I think I watched three episodes. Okay, I've watched three as well. Yeah. Uh, Miss So, uh, um, Chris Pratt's first wife was Anna Ferris. If you don't remember, she plays the girl, uh, Sydney. On a scary movie, where you know you'll remember because she has the big afro in her in her, I guess her her pelvic area. Uh -oh. The dude had to get a you know weed whacker. <laughs> dude, this is how this is how big balls Chris Pratt has. He was a production assistant on a movie where Anna Ferris was the lead, and he asked her out, and she said yes. He was a PA, basically like the lowest level of a movie set, you know. And he yeah. um, he got a date with her, and they were together for like twelve years. But yeah, that's a that's that's huge balls right there. That's 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 like the uh, 
that one of JLo's dancers asking JLo out, and then he ended up being with her for for a year or two. Yeah, that's. <coughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, more power to him. Yeah, that's great. House of L said, "Do Patrol." I've watched every season. Misso um, says, "Love Dana too. She's usually hilarious. Yes, she is. Although she hasn't been on anything recently, but uh, hopefully she'll make a revival in some comedy movies." Yeah. Well, yeah. let's go back to the Super Mario movie. Like, like the only way it could work as a live action film is what if Mario had tripped out on mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, it, it would have to be if it was live action. It would have to be some sort of weird meta uh, Mario. Meta Mario. Yeah. No, that was the 1993 one. Like, they tried to make them actual, like, action heroes, which was so dumb. No, you're, you're, the game is just you stomping on turtles and saving the princess. And, uh-huh. you know, the only way you can get in that kind of that, that setting is you trip out on mushrooms and then you imagine the shit. You imagining having it stopped. <laughs> you and your brother. Then go save the princess. Then go save, then go save the princess. So then it's just one big acid trip. Yes. Okay. Yes. Love it. Well, you're going down pipes. You don't know where the pipes are going to take you. But where are these pipes going? You're shooting fireballs after you get you eat another set of mushrooms. What else? And then you get you get invincibility for a few seconds after getting a star. Yeah, so you have to be tripping on mushrooms. But make it like a punch, where yeah, they can be imagining this, but in real life they're actually doing something else or killing somebody. Like what now? <laughs> like sucker punch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think it's better that it's probably animated, to tell you the truth. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. they're kinda they're trying to, I guess. Bring in a whole new audience, especially for Nintendo, you know, and the fact that there's a new um, Switch coming out next year, that it, it, they're all going to co- coincide. Yeah, it's good marketing right there. I mean, just like how they did it with Wizard, the new Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> um, I want. I wanted to go back to can should Chris Pratt be indie? I don't think so. I mean. They're, they're doing another one with, with Harrison Ford. I mean, who knows if Harrison Ford's like, I want to do more of these. I mean, it could be a while before Harrison Ford actually gives up that mantle. Look, look, look I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's doing it at his advanced age, you know? Um, so we'll, we'll cherish that. And hopefully this new one will erase Kingdom the Crystal Skull out of the timeline. Oh, my God. You can't, dude. It's already canon. I mean, you can't erase that. I don't think it was Shia LaBeouf's fault that that movie tanked. I, I think they were. It was a cash grab that they written it too fast, and man, it, it just sucked balls. <laughs> you didn't like the, the 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 whole chase scene when like his son is swinging from vine to vine. I mean, you didn't like that. <laughs> Oh man, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, like he with Indiana Jones, there's, there's this. They stick to like, reality, reality based action. Or when it comes like the stringing on vines, you're completely going. You're jumping <laughs> on those. They I mean, they the even shot. yeah, they even did the Tarzan noise. I remember watching. I was like, what the hell? They that that movie jumped the shark. Yeah. Um, the next one needs to grow a beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's that's what we've got for the entertainment news. Um, Luke, anything uh, significant you picked up this week? Well, no. We uh, are are we saving visions? Yeah, visions is on Monday. Yeah, we can touch up upon it a little bit. We can tease them. You can tease a little bit now, right? Just a little bit. Just a tip. All right. Just tip of the iceberg. All right. Well, overall, what, overall, good, well, bad. I, I you watched, love it. I watched. They're only thirteen minutes long with credits, so nine episodes. And I watched two episodes. I I just I put I put two on. I got on the treadmill. It was awesome. I just two episodes worth of walking on the treadmill, and um, oh, 
Wow. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but that first one. Yeah. Yeah. Magical. It yeah. was. It was. I want. I want a whole movie. I want a whole movie. Did you want to be set in in old, um, I guess, uh, feudal Japan? I like, want it that. I want it that exact style. I want the characters. I want those same voice actors. Lucy Liu was in that. Man, they got some good. Uh, was the bandit leader? Um, great. I, I want. I want a whole series of that first one. I loved it. All right. I loved it. It was for for anyone who hasn't seen it. It's black and white except for. Um, Hints of red and like some of the buttons. Yeah. So like R two D two was colorized yeah. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirteen minutes worth of awesomeness right there, and the, the way they had written the story, it you know didn't have to get into the like the the weeds of it. They they just started off where you know, there's a guy at the coffee shop, you know, has a droid, and all of a sudden the, the town gets you know. Gets attacked and then he comes in to save the day. Yeah, like, yeah. like a like a samurai showdown. I mean, it's it's very much. It, it is just essentially uh, wandering Ronin is coming yeah. to save like people, poor people, just like you know every well, other. Say, Ronin, Ronin, thing. Yeah. thank you. Yeah, they're thanking him. They're like, "You're a Jedi. Thank you, Jedi." And then he shows his lightsaber, red, and. Uh, Everyone's in shock. And I was in shock. I was like, he's not a because I thought he was a Jedi. But he's not a Jedi. No. And then he opened his cloak and the red Kybar crystals. Yeah. Man, so he's a Sith he's a Sith hunter. He hunts Siths. Um as a and he might be like a former Sith. Yeah. So he's reformed, which if that's canon, that's huge. Oh, that that, that sort of kind of plays on the Anth Jedi, which is like episode seven. Uh, I won't spoil it for you, but yeah, that one. Yeah, let's let's leave everything else till Monday. Yeah. And then the second the second one was was good too. It was like lighthearted. I, I you know, not I I didn't even think about that genre in the Star Wars universe. It's just never in you know, JGL. Yeah, JGL did awesome. It's just a kid that want to want to play music, like dude, that's that's sweet. And the I, just, old- I just smile ear to ear the whole episode. I was just and they, when they started jamming, I was like, this is a bop. Like this is a yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's the same animator from my my Hero Academia because it's that kind of art art style. But that one, I was like, this song could actually be like a real song. Like, and I would. <laughs> It was so much fun. I, I, yeah. I want to go watch the, the Japanese version of it just to just to hear that one song in Japanese. Yeah, but it's like, JGL. I'm not gonna. That's one I'm probably not gonna listen to. So that, that's his boy. <laughs> that's his boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm waiting till Monday. So. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's a little little teaser for everyone. But we are going to do. A complete review of um, the show. We're gonna actually rank the episodes. You want on Monday? You just go episode by episode, one through nine, and then we'll we'll then we'll do the ranking at the end, based on um, that and story. So we're gonna do nine separate episodes. I mean, I guess we could. No, yeah, we'll just do the nine episodes that on that episode. We'll just do a five minute uh, review each time for that episode for for uh, this. If Eman's not going to be on, we could just do three episodes each of us. We'll we'll do, we'll do our personal review on it. Take turns. We'll just serpentine right through it, and then but if Eman does get on it and has a watch, you know, we can still do that. It's up to you, though. You just made it all confusing. Let's just do a review on Monday. All right, we'll do a nine episode though. We'll do a nine episode review. <laughs> I love it. We'll do um, that episode. Let, we'll discuss off air, Red. This is, yeah, this is way too confusing now to talk about it on the show. Oh, I mean, we could we could slow play it if you want to. Yeah. Um, what about pickups? Anything picked up, Luke? Uh, I, yeah, I've just been buying stacks of Mario Super Mario Valiant comics, so as many as I can get to try and get. So I'm doing like the Captain N runs. Um, 
but I'm also doing like the original Super Mario's. But then there is a second print run they did too, so now I have to find these second prints. Oh, and these are tough to find books. So in my travels, oh check this out. One's this. Where is it? I I got one that is. Oh, here we go. Signed by Jim Shooter. Oh, oh nice. That's pretty cool. So number one, the signed by Jim Shooter, and then I bought it. And then check out, I flipped it over. First print number one. <laughs> Lucky duck. Mint. It's just just mint. Okay, did you and, get that at a good price? Well, the thing is, I'm buying them in huge lots for okay. quite a bit of money. So it averages out to a good price per book. Because like a mint book like this right now is running like five hundred raw, if you want them graded into the thousands now. Oh wow! Yeah. Have it's you have you looked it up after the the announcement? No. Well, no, not no. We we we're kind of scooping this because I saw the Nintendo Direct today, and nobody's really talking about it yet. Okay. So it's still brand new. So people probably still have the weekend to, to hunt these down for a decent uh, a decent price. Oh, and red. Actually, we had I had all these magazines at Rose City for two dollars each, and then red found this one. Oh, the Nintendo Fox. Powers. <laughs> yeah, it, no, not Nintendo Power. Nintendo Comic System number one. This book is going for five hundred dollars. So red. Dude. Oh, that made up for the money I lost you then. <laughs> yeah, that more than made up for. I didn't know this one was going for 500 I would have sold it for 2 bucks without even realizing it. And Red's like, hey, here's a Nintendo one. I was like, sweet, I'll keep it. Wait, Red, where did you where did you guys find that book? That was in the stacks. In my boxes. I didn't know I had oh. it. It was in all the, all the $2 magazines, which I was just... I'm sure some... I'm sure I sold some Star Wars magazines that were probably worth some money, but... um. Well, they're all about the good homes. Yeah, but people bought them, and some kids bought some, and it was fun. That's cool. And they were all from the library collection, which, yeah. Totally cool. It's lovely. It's good to find treasures like that. Miss So says, if you like indies, I recommend a series called Crimson Flower, Excellent Detailed Art. It's a revenge story. E-Man recommended The Lighthouse to me. I started reading it, too. It's good. Crimson Flower. Huh, I'll probably check that out then. E-Man Reads? <laughs> E-Man does read. Does read. He is an Aftershock representative or ambassador. So he, if he's uh, recommending a lot of Aftershock books, he's doing his job. Yeah. Red, did you pick up anything uh, of note this week? Yeah, actually, well, I met a guy out of the uh, out of Oregon, uh, he, he, uh, you, Luke might, might know him, uh, Bryce Tr Trost. And, okay. Uh, his uh, comic book shop is called uh, Fabric Coffee and Comics. Yeah, I bought, because he had like a sale last night, like at 11.30 p.m. I actually saw you. I joined it just right as I was going to bed. I saw you. I joined it. Yeah, so I picked up some books from him. Uh, he had a couple of variants from the Captain America 4, which is the first uh, um, appearance of uh, uh, Ariel Agbayani, well, the, the Filipino Captain America. Mm -hmm. but those those came out this week. Um, I think I picked, picked up a couple of indies, too. And, and Bunny Mask 4. Okay. Bunny Mask 4 came out. I picked up, you know what? It's been a really light week for me. I only picked up Batman and Moon Knight. I saw the Captain America. I passed on it. I, I want to get the, um, not the cover A, but the uh, the one that has her on the cover. I think it's... Oh, oh you had that one. Oh, that, the, the guy, right? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I, I, I passed on it. I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, maybe get it another time. But yeah, I had a pretty light week myself. Nothing, nothing much. To, to pick up for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's hey, like like the publishers are are, are starting to 
ramp up stuff now, right? Since they they all have their, I guess the proposed sides where we have Penguin, we have Diamond, we have well, what's the other publisher now? Lunar. Lunar. So they should be starting to print out more books for each company now, since you know they they're already. Uh, it's been a slow year for books, and then that, I know they cut back on titles and then even canceled some. But now that the size are already set, that they should be able to produce more. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to. I don't know how this is gonna. The industry all, almost broke the last time this happened. Um, but okay, Luke. The thing is, though, don't you think that's it just didn't work the last time. It, it's not good to have a monopoly, right? I mean, Diamond pretty much had a monopoly. And maybe this time around, things have, they, they figured it out, right? Do well, you but the thing is, is that these Diamond had a $450 minimum order for all the publishers. So you could order $50 of Aftershock, $50 of Marvel, $50 of... You know what I mean? Pretty uh -huh. easy. But now... It's four hundred fifty dollars still for our for diamond, but now it's five hundred for lunar and five hundred for uh, penguin. So it just I see what you're saying. Yeah, it just tripled a shop's monthly minimum obligations. I mean, I don't know. It, it, I, yeah, it, it's gonna kill. It's gonna kill their budget. So that means that gonna kill their budget. If you don't meet the minimum, you can't buy books. If you can't buy books. You won't have stock. You have no stock in the store. No one's going to come in. Well, do you think with all these different distributors now, you could just literally like not like maybe their contracts will all be reconfigured where you can order. Let's say you don't like dealing with uh, Diamond, but Lunar will have all the publishers at one point, at some point, right? And maybe you like the business with, with Lunar over Diamond. Yeah, but then you won't get Marvel books. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Do you think maybe Marvel will, once they they have that their their contract with them is terminated, then they'll redo it and say, you know, we're not going to just solely use you as a distributor. We're going to go with these other companies, and now it's up to the shop to see who they want to order from. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. That's why I'm kind of just waiting to see what happens. Yeah, it's a clusterfuck. And, and shit. It, 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 this paves the way for everything going digital. Uh, that would be crazy if this is what made makes things go digital, you know? Well, paper's going to get expensive. And then, paper's going to get expensive. And then if everyone goes to digital, comic shops are all going to shut down, then Everyone just buys and reads comics digitally, and then yeah. we just buy and sell and back issues. <laughs> yeah, with the whole green initiative where, or these publishers have to have at least fifty percent or more of their product have to be recycled product, right? Print on that. Um, that, that could kill the industry. <laughs> I mean, unless Marvel or DC starts printing their comics from like recycled paper or something, right? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, with that being said, we've covered all the topics tonight. Uh, we'll be back Monday. We are going to do a Star Wars Visions review. So make sure you guys tune in. Uh, let's see. Oh, we do have something from Miss So before we leave. Crimson Flowers Dark Horse, not indie. Eh, okay. It's still kind of indie-ish. No one's, that's true though. No one does seem to read Dark Horse anymore. Well, who's who's printing out Dark Horse books? What do you mean, Dark Horses? I mean, but which who do you go through? Do you go through Diamond? Dot or Diamond still? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't see my LSE has ordering on any Dark Horse. Anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it either. I don't. I don't see them. It seems as though once they lost what the Alien and Star Wars franchise. You know, they didn't have a whole lot to, to offer. They're getting Jinx World with Bendis, but we'll see how that pans out. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, with that being said, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, make sure you follow us on IG. You can follow at Luke Weeks, at C-List Villainous Red, at C-List E-Man. I am at AJ the Comic Collector. And make sure you follow our C-List Villains IGs, uh, C-List Villains, and the C-List Villains Podcast. And again, go over. Call the red? Call the hotline at 209-975-7597. Text, call, day, night. You know, if you need the uh, life, I guess, life hacks, uh, advice, financial advice, you know, give the number a call. See what you get. Or if you just, just want to talk to, uh, get some therapy from Red, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, make sure you uh, go on to Luke's Facebook group, RKFA Comics, and go to his website, rkfacomics.com. And we will all see you guys on Monday evening. Peace hopefully out. Hopefully you will be here. Yeah. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Seedless Vins Podcast, your cultivators of the comic culture. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. And email us at sealessvillains at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or text us at 209-975-7597. Be sure to join Luke Week's Facebook group, Rare Keys and First Appearance Comics. And you can follow us on our two Instagram accounts, Sealess Villains and Sealess Villains Podcast. Lastly, follow the villains on their separate IG accounts at Luke Week's at C-List Villainous Red, at C-List E-Man, and I am at AJ the Comic Collector. Thanks for listening, and we'll 